This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello and welcome to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors. On our show today, Tony Shore and I are going to uh, take a little deep dive into uh, my interview uh, over the last two shows with Maya McGinnis. If you missed uh, either uh, parts of the last two weeks, uh, you missed a, a really important uh, series of, of shows with, with Maya. Uh, for you that don't know who she is, she is the president of the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget in Washington, D.C. Uh, that's a committee. It's a nonpartisan uh, committee. They work uh, basically to uh, convince Congress and the White House to manage our tax dollars well. Uh, they believe uh, there's been too much uh, uh, borrowing and uh, that that debt picture has become uh, very uh, alarming. And they uh, work really diligently to uh, inform and educate uh, the D.C. politicians regarding uh, this, this debt problem, uh, the consequences that uh, are a result of too much borrowing and, and too much spending. And uh, in my view, uh, it's really gone off uh, the rails. Uh, if you've missed uh, Maya's comments, I hope you will go to my website, CompassRetirementAdvisorsLLC.com, click on the radio tab, and uh, listen to uh, both parts. There was a part one and a part two, and uh, we keep the shows up there for five or six weeks, and after that, you'll have to go to uh, Apple Play or Spotify, other podcast media and subscribe to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber, and you can listen to those interviews with Maya. You can go back to October of 2000, or uh, yeah, 2021, when Maya first appeared on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber and uh, listen to those uh, as well. But uh, Tony, thanks uh, for joining me again today. Uh, I want us to take a little time and look closely at some of uh, uh, Maya's uh, comments. Uh, she did not paint a promising future for America <laughs> when describing uh, right. this federal debt and unfunded liability issue. So I think it's timely that, that we just uh, uh, pause here and focus on some of the things that she said and make sure that our listeners uh, are clear. Well, yeah, and coupled with this problem, which is an underlying problem causing many others, I mean, we've got quite a few. Uh, the news today, you get up and, okay, inflation uh, ticked up again and sent the markets um, uh, reeling, and, you know, inflation is on the rise. And I saw another uh, report that said uh, a lot of Americans are having to delay retirement because they because of the fear of cost of goods and inflation. So uh, that's a concern, and it doesn't help when our government is spending all this money and cannot control the spending. And I think that's always the biggest lesson. Uh, there are consequences to debt, and we can take it as a personal lesson, too. I mean, you know, um, a lot of Americans struggle with the same problem, spending money they don't have. Our government isn't setting a great example, uh, is it? But 
Um, I'm I'm impressed though that you were able to attract such a high powered guest as Maya McGinnis to appear on your show. Uh, you've had uh, national uh, senators on. Uh, you've had Maya McGinnis. That says a lot. And uh, you know, I was taken back by the degree of seriousness that she displayed in her comments, talking about uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, as it's called. And she uses the word dangerous, right? I mean, yes, she uh, did. Yes, she did. That's that's tough. And I know that this is a consistent message that you have as well. That's what you have in common with Maya. Is you're you're really always talking about that here on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. That Americans uh, need to be paying attention to the federal debt levels, the unfunded liabilities numbers that you always bring up, and how they impact our economy, the markets, and uh, you know. Uh, our retirement income planning. Uh, and so, uh, Maya said these are, have already impacted our co- economy, obviously. And, uh, with the impact now on younger workers, I was, I, that's really concerning. And that's something, uh, that hasn't come up, uh, or I haven't heard a lot about. Yeah. The, this, uh, issue is kind of cascading, you know, through uh, the economy, uh, at, at, in all areas it's impacting, uh, people of, of all ages, of all, uh, socioeconomic classes, and uh, we want to continue to, you know, uh, paint and, uh, you know, focus on, on these issues and encourage people to, you know, review their financial plans, review their uh, savings plans, uh, review the household budget, and prepare as best uh, as you can for the uncertainties uh, that are there. And these uncertainties have been there all along. Um, we want to continue to focus on uh, these issues and encourage people to, to uh, pay attention and, and to do what they can uh, to sharpen up their financial programs. But, you know, I, I did sense more urgency uh, in Maya's tone this year uh, compared to uh, her appearance last year. And uh, my sense is that this jump in interest rates, you know, is, is causing uh, the government to pay more uh, interest to service uh, the debt, and that that's a growing concern. And Maya says that no one really saw it coming, uh, speaking of inflation uh, at these levels, and the Fed's response to uh, aggressively raise interest rates uh, to choke back the economy, that's a direct consequence of uh, too much money, uh, too much free and cheap money uh, government policies over the last 10 to 12 years. My sense is this jump in interest rates uh, you know, causing the government to pay more interest <clears throat> to service uh, the debt load is very concerning. Maya said that, you know, no one saw it coming, speaking of inflation, at least at these levels. And uh, the Fed's uh, response to uh, aggressively raise interest rates uh, is to, you know, tamp back the economy and slow things down, bring uh, costs for goods and services down. And but I don't think it should have come uh, as that big of a surprise to the, the politicians and, and those in Washington, D.C., that anytime you have that much money being pumped out there, you know, free money, cheap money uh, from, from government policies over the past 10 to 12 years, you know, from both parties, uh, it seems that most Americans, like I said, we uh, have a little common sense and we felt it was bound to happen. But uh, the people in D.C., I, I think for political reasons, they didn't want to admit it. It was more expedient to uh, use words like transitory and, and just kind of ignore it. And, and now it's here and it's really uh, creating a lot of upheaval in the markets. And that translates into upheaval in uh, our retirement accounts. Wild uh, fluctuations and 
Uh, fluctuations uh, to the negative too close to retirement are not a, a good thing. And Tony, I know that you remember uh, in the media and the president and his press secretaries and even in the Fed statements, uh, the terminology was the inflation is transitory. Uh, you alluded uh, earlier in the show to the new uh, numbers that are just uh, released here on uh, the 13th of uh, inflation continuing to be very hot at 8.2. And if you uh, just look at the core uh, inflation numbers, I believe those were at 6.6. Those are 40-year highs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've been highlighting uh, the causes and we've been highlighting the debt and the deficit and the unfunded liability problems since the beginning of our radio show back in uh, January of, of 21. And, you know, my belief is that the markets are now uh, reflecting uh, the, the results of all the, the, the free flowing, uh, low rate uh, money from Congress and, and the Fed. And it's just uh, become uh, a big problem. And it's going to take big swings uh, from the Fed to uh, kind of you know squash a lot of this. But uh, it, I think it's interesting uh, to compare a graph of the market's performance, you know, this growth that we've experienced in the markets over the last many years. Uh, if you can find it, lay a graph of the growth uh, of our uh, federal debt on top of that. And it's uh, a question that I've raised before, and that's how much of this uh, market growth has been uh, fueled by uh, the debt. Uh, it's, it's gone up uh, uh, dramatically, and now it appears it's time uh, to pay it back. And the markets, uh, different uh, areas of market down, you know, as much as 30% or more. And uh, unfortunately, we're finding that some individuals who thought that they were in more uh, conservative allocations um, have been uh, greatly disappointed this year as bond values has suffered uh, as well. Typically, when one asset class is doing well, maybe another one's not doing quite as well, but it's very rare to see all asset classes um, declining in value at the same time. And that's uh, what we're seeing right now. And uh, those, as I said, who thought that they were maybe in a more conservative allocation with bonds um, are finding out that uh, that's not necessarily uh, going to hold up here as interest rates increase, those bond values uh, are coming down. So uh, a lot of corrections going on uh, throughout our marketplace uh, due to uh, you know, too much spending, and now uh, the Federal Reserve is stepping in to try and uh, curb the inflation by uh, raising rates, and the markets don't like that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The, <laughs> the markets really don't. And uh, interest rates uh, continue to go up, uh, yet inflation continues to go up. So that's why we're in, I know everyone hates to use the word, a uh, recession, uh, but there are things that can be done if only the government it needs to start at the top and thank god for people like maya and yourself who are trying to uh, shout this message to everyone who will hear uh, hey we need to do something about it you need to keep on your uh senators your congress people out there uh let them know this isn't good and yeah. you, you don't you won't stand for it. Yeah, uh, I think it was interesting. You know, Maya was almost pleading uh, on, on our show for the politicians to just don't borrow any more money for the next three months. You know, can you at least do that? 
And uh, that's really uh, the attitude that that the, the, the politicians have, you know, that they can't go a day, it seems like, without borrowing money and, and adding yeah. to the it's debt. It's sad when we, we have to t- take, a, you know, bite off little increments. Hey, let's try three months with no spending. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just, is that too much to ask? It really doesn't seem like it. Yeah. And, you know, I know people out there, Mike, who are nearing retirement and they feel, you know, uh, that their bond allocations, uh, they were there to protect them, but bonds... Uh, you know, they're more conservative investments. But this year, in light of everything, they haven't held up in value either. I mean, bonds and gold are down and the market's down. So you're looking at an inverted yield curve uh, where it's a perfect storm, isn't it? Yeah, perfect storm. That's that's a good uh, term for it, uh, Tony. Um, you know, I think in, in particular, it demonstrates the need you know, for a comprehensive retirement uh, income plan. And when we, you know, consider some of Maya's comments, I, I think it calls into question, at least in my mind it does, some of the traditional a- approaches that advisors have, have utilized in the past. You know, Maya said our country is vulnerable. And uh, she said that, you know, Congress can't look at some of the things that it should be dealing with because you know they simply don't have the money, uh, and as a nation, we have a good number of programs that were designed, you know, a hundred years ago almost that uh, have not been updated for uh, today's world. But they just don't have the money available to use with without borrowing it. And uh, you know, her uh, encouragement to the government is if you're going to spend money, at least pay for it uh, whenever you're, you're doing it. Don't just borrow to do it and, and add to the, the problem. But, and she also said, you know, if Congress waits uh, too long uh, and the debt grows too high, uh, she said that we may not have the ability as a nation to borrow funds for the next emergency. You know, the government's ability to, to access funds just may not be there uh, when it's needed the most. So I think that is somewhat of a, an alarming picture uh, that she painted uh, that, you know, we're, we're on our way to, you know, that type of a predicament. And uh, that's never been the case before, you know, in, in our country's history. We've always been able to borrow what we wanted when we needed to. But we've never uh, had this much uh, uh, that we owe on the books at the time we went to, to look for borrowing. And so uh, we're already at uh, record highs when it comes to uh, gross domestic product uh, to debt, that ratio. Uh, Maya said that it, with just the, the borrowing that's projected right now, over the next 10 years, we're going to add another $16 trillion, you know, to the debt. And interest on the debt uh, it is the fastest part of the government's uh, budget. And uh, adding uh, this additional spending and, and borrowing, uh, it's projected, you know, to, to triple in the next 10 years. And, and the math is really easy to do. Um, and whenever the, the bigger part of your budget is going just to pay in, uh, interest, uh, it, it's hard to keep up uh, and keep programs current uh, like national defense and social security and and, and Medicare. And uh, I, I really appreciated that, that Maya took just a minute in the show also, Tony, to address the falsehood that we can simply grow our economy uh, enough, grow uh, uh, it enough to you know pay our way out of this debt issue. She said there is no formula 
where that becomes a, a realistic uh, solution. Uh, and I'll remind our, our listeners as well, uh, Senator Braun, on, uh, when he appeared on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber, he mentioned his debate on the, the Senate floor with uh, Senator Bernie Sanders on this issue. And uh, listeners, it's worth uh, your time uh, to Google that and just Google Mike Braun debates Bernie Sanders on the modern monetary theory. And uh, I think uh, Maya kind of nailed that. Uh, she would be in, in uh, Senator Braun's uh, corner when it comes to that issue. You just can't print money and get yourself out of a problem. You can't just uh, uh, try and grow the economy because things like this recession that we're in happens. And I think it's a little peculiar, uh, Tony, that uh, there's debate on whether or not we're, we're in a, a true recession. And in the past, a recession was always uh, – defined as two consecutive quarters of negative uh, economic growth. And we've had that, but yet there are people who say, well, we're not because we don't have an uptick in unemployment or we don't have this, we don't have that. But the point is the uh, economy uh, is uh, shrinking a little bit and uh, it's going to continue to shrink as the Federal Reserve uh, ratchets up uh, these interest rates. Changes have to be made, obviously, and uh, spending needs to be cut. Uh, I always, it's hard for me not to just laugh hysterically when I hear somebody ref- say cut spending to Congress because uh, they haven't done it in my lifetime. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it doesn't seem like they have. Uh, no. but, but considering all this, I mean, uh, everything we've been talking about, what can our listeners do? Well, and that's why I wanted to take uh, today's program on, on the backside of, of Maya's uh, being with us the last two shows and kind of summarize and, and lay out um, a little game plan here that our uh, listeners might want to, to follow. But, uh, Tony, I think the best uh, general advice is that uh, we as individuals, we've got to take control of our own financial situations. Uh, we acknowledge, you know, the fact that the government uh, is in a really uh, tight spot. And uh, without, you know, taking control, uh, we're just kind of along uh, for, for the ride. And uh, um, seriously, you know, we can't sit idle and, and pretend uh, the government's going to fix everything. You know, we, we can't let our own plans uh, just kind of meander uh, we'll get to it, you know, next week or next year or a few years before we retire, you know, today's the day to take uh, some action. So here's a few steps, um, that, that I would, uh, mention, uh, these are things that, uh, we look at if someone's asking us to do a complete retirement income plan, but, uh, we want, uh, our clients to be in a position to be, uh, in structures and be in financial products, uh, and, and have a plan laid out that number one reduces the amount of our retirement income that is subject to federal income taxes. And as the government raise rates and as they make changes to the code for things that we can deduct, it's going to be imperative that uh, you haven't given the IRS a blank check uh, and uh, you are just taking the deductions today on 401k contributions and IRAs. And uh, really, we don't know how much of that uh, the government's going to, to want back. You know, does it make sense today to take a deduction at 15 or 18 percent? And the likelihood is that uh, when we uh, take that as income and report it, that we're going to have to pay it back at, at a higher rate. Uh, we want to make sure that we're maximizing the lifetime income, income stream from Social Security for both uh, ourselves and our spouse's lifetimes. That's the second point. Number three. 
minimize risk. Uh, do not take unnecessary risk and get caught in downturns like the one we're experiencing uh, today. Uh, I regularly see portfolios uh, of people who are retirement age that have far, far too much risk in their portfolio. Mm-hmm. And now the markets have declined. And guess what? Uh, the pressure's on. Uh, a much smaller asset, an asset that's declined by you know, 30% whenever uh, the client shouldn't have been uh, in allocations that exposed them to that. So uh, minimize risk. Um, then we need to, to look at uh, the plans and make sure that we're reducing and eliminating unnecessary fees and unnecessary expenses on our investment accounts. Had an individual in my office this morning that brought in uh, three account statements. Each of the account statements was uh, with uh, a well-known company, but these were variable annuities. And variable annuities are very expensive. They were, they were popular products uh, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, as time has gone on, they uh, kind of have lost their, their luster. We feel there are better products. But if we can eliminate you know, a 2 or a 3% fee on an investment account that a person has, that's 2 or 3% that the uh, uh, investment doesn't have to make in, in your head. So we want to review those and, and reduce and eliminate unnecessary fees and expenses. We would want you to have a written income plan that covers various scenarios like those that we're experiencing this year. And the sixth point would be uh, to uh, do all your planning uh, with a legacy uh, in mind. And we don't want to be in a position where we're leaving uh, qualified plan assets, things like IRAs and 401ks to our children without at least recognizing that we might be penalizing them by, uh, you know, passing these assets to them that are, that are going to be taxable. And we are now on the other side of the stretch IRA rules where they'll have to take these distributions in a more compressed time period. That's going to increase their uh, income. It could increase their tax rates. If they're retired when they inherit these funds, it could increase their Medicare Part B uh, premiums and other things. So we, we think it's really important to uh, create a comprehensive plan that addresses many of these issues. So uh, I think we're uh, about to, to run out of time uh, here today yep. on the Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. So I will, will say this. Thank you for listening. Uh, and you can find additional information uh, about the, the debt levels by visiting usdebtclock.org. You can also visit uh, Maya McGinnis's website, crfb.org. That's the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget. And you can uh, uh, call me at any time, 812-787-0809. I'll be happy to uh, review your current plans, look at investments that you have. If you don't have a written retirement uh, income plan, we'll be happy to put that together for you. And I would encourage you, don't wait until it's too late. Uh, you know, Sometimes we're just too close to when you need the money and a lot of things that we would have uh, liked to uh, include in your plan. We just can't because uh, of the time frame. So uh, the sooner uh, that you get to work on these things, the better. So I hope you'll give me a call uh, this week. Again, the number is 812-787-0809. And I think uh, we're about out of time, Tony. So uh, I hope our uh, listeners uh, picked a few good uh, morsels out of the show today and, and will take action where needed in their planning. And I uh, uh, hope uh, you'll in, uh, invite your friends to to listen to Retirement Talk uh, with Mike Graber, and we'll uh, see you back here again next Sunday for uh, another timely update on uh, retirement planning. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye. 
Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at Compass Retirement Advisors, LLC.com. Investment advisory services provided by Creative One Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and Creative One Wealth LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Provided content is for overview and informational purposes only and is not intended and should not be relied upon as individual tax, legal, fiduciary, or investment advice. Each individual situation will vary and opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no No representations can be made to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to representation. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. The tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretations. We recommend that you seek professional legal advice for applicability to your personal situation.